What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Everybody, welcome to our latest episode of the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. This is Pete. This is our first show of the year. So happy new year to all of you. I hope you all enjoyed your holidays. And we're going to start it off with a bang. We have some awesome guests coming on in the next month. Uh, We haven't yet been granted permission to share who they are, but they will be coming on. Thank you so much to those of you who have supported us either through donations or through buying merchandise. We have some awesome wristbands on sale right now. They say Empire State Conservative Network on one side. In the middle, you'll see a New York State. And on the other side, it says, Don't Let Fear Take Your Freedom, our tagline. So please feel free to go after those. It's just $1.50 and then a dollar for shipping. So $2.50 total if you're buying one. If you're buying multiples, it's still a dollar shipping. And then $1.50 times however many you want. So Feel free to check that out, no tax included, and you'll really help us out. We have the limited editions in right now. We're ordering some merchandise, which we'll be showing to you guys in the next few weeks and putting on sale. And uh, yeah, we had a lot of pre-sale ideas, but we have some great things lined up for you here in the new year in terms of that. So feel free to do that. It, it helps support the show. And again, we want to increase the quality and the frequency with which we can provide you these shows. Blog posts, we had a great one earlier today from Evan about someone I'm going to talk about today in Governor Cuomo and how he's released 29 convicts and granted them clemency, and how this is a leftist tactic to try and rile up their base and add new demographics to their base because they are losing a stranglehold on minority communities like the African-American and Hispanic communities because they're waking up and realizing that entitlement and welfare programs to keep them poor and to keep them dependent on the government is not beneficial to them. So they have to look elsewhere to do that. And unfortunately, that means an influx of illegals. Evan and I touched on the DREAM Act in our last episode and how that's going to grant free education, among other things, driver's licenses to illegal immigrants in New York State thanks to Governor Cuomo. But we're going to talk about something else today. Evan touched on this on his piece, but he granted clemency to 29 convicts um, earlier this week, on Monday to be exact, and four of those people were serving lengthy sentences for murder. So I'm going to quote some things from the New York Post article about this. 22 of the inmates won pardons, including several immigrants convicted of drug crimes who were facing possible deportation. Nine others had their sentences commuted, four for murder, and three for armed robbery. These actions will help keep immigrant families together and take a critical step toward a more just, more fair, and more compassionate New York, the governor said in a statement. The convicted murderers had all served between 20 and 33 years and had committed the crimes in their teens. The article went on, and several of the other articles on this topic, I looked at several other sources as well, went on to say, well, you know, a lot of these guys committed these crimes earlier in their lives, late teens, early 20s, like I just said, they've since gotten bachelor's and master's and doctorate degrees in prison. Glad that's where our tax dollars are going. And these are changed men and that they deserve a second chance. And while I guess you could look at it on a case-by-case basis, the same thing continues to be true. The left is trying to rile up their base and show that they're the more morally superior and more compassionate people, when in actuality, they're no better and in fact, oftentimes much worse than we as conservatives are. Conservatives believe in the power of charity and in giving and wanting to give to causes and to people that we believe in, not being forced to by the government and certainly not letting people out onto the streets from prison. It's one thing if someone's serving 20 plus years for having pot stashed in their car or for a non 
violent drug offense. It's quite another when they've been convicted of aggravated assault and or murder. Now, a lot of people will try and throw this argument back at us and say, you know, the whole prefrontal cortex thing. Oh, well, you do know, and, and I've even been quoted as saying many times, that one's prefrontal cortex is not developed until you're 25 years of age. So since a lot of these men committed these violent, or even in some cases, murderous acts in their late teens and early 20s, their prefrontal cortexes were not developed, and thus... They should be given a second chance of life. They've served their time between 20 to 33 years, depending on who it is. They've gotten degrees. They have exemplary records in prison. They've shown remorse. What more do you want from them? Well, I want them to carry out their sentence. Now, there's a difference between doing certain things like deciding you want gender reassignment surgery and things of that nature versus actually going out and and assaulting someone or killing someone to the point that you're serving either an extremely long sentence or a lifetime sentence. When I've grown up, I'm sure many of you have if you're watching this, maybe you've been arrested, maybe you haven't. I personally haven't. I know many people who have, whether it was for DUIs, whether it was for a bar fight, a whole long string of things. I don't know anybody who's been involved in a robbery who's been caught. I have not been involved. I've not known anybody who's been involved in a shooting and was the shooter or one of the shooters and was caught and apprehended. I don't know anybody who's killed anybody. I don't. And I'm sure many of you don't either, at least not unless it was in self-defense. So letting these people out onto the streets is not a good idea. It doesn't matter how exemplary the record is. It doesn't matter what degrees they've acquired since they've been in prison. It doesn't matter how much remorse they show. Of course they want to get out. You want to live in prison the rest of your life? That's an old, boring routine. You're probably beaten up depending on what you did relentlessly. There's a lot of terrible things that happen in prison. Nobody wants to be there, okay? Nobody wants to be there. They're willing to do whatever it takes to get out and reduce the amount of time in their sentence as often as possible. The left continues to dig into the underbelly of society to get those folks on their side. And I'm sure... A lot of these guys were granted clemency, if not all of them, whether they met directly with Cuomo or representative of Cuomo. Essentially, they know who let them out. So next time around, when he's up for re-election and when his fellow Democratic candidates are up for either re-election or they're looking to unseat one of the very few Republican or conservative legislators in our state, guess who they're going to vote for? You know who they're going to vote for. They're going to vote for the Democrats because those are the people who let them out. The same thing is going to happen with illegal immigration. That's why a lot of illegal immigrants are flocking to sanctuary states like New York and California and several others throughout the Union because they know they can cut through the line in terms of legal immigration. They can take advantage of our entitlement and welfare programs without putting a dime of taxpayer dollars into the system and... It's a, it's a great lunch ticket. Evan and I touched on it in our last episode. Why should they do the right thing, fill out all the paperwork, put in the money and the time, and wait for their chance to come to this country when they can cut the line? And yes, they can risk either being raped or putting, being put into slave labor, even being killed in some of the awful conditions going through a desert between the U.S.-Mexico border. Why would, you know, they, they're willing to do that because they know once they get to the other side, they're free. And nobody's going to challenge them if they go to the right states and the right parts of this country. And it's so hypocritical how the left is acting. You know, our senator, Chuck Schumer, one of the House Minority Leaders, he, 
he's been caught time and again of two-faced lying. I'm saying one thing, and then a few years later, when the political climate suggests he should say it, the other, complete opposite of what he said, he says another. A viral video over the last few weeks has been going around, several actually, of him speaking between 2006 and 2013 about how illegal immigration is just that, illegal. How we have to try and deport as many of those people as we can to dissuade them from taking advantage of our immigration system. How our immigration system is broken. How it's broken. And how we need to fix it. And how, and this is the funny part, how border wall or border gates, border fencing has all been shown to help secure the border and dissuade people from crossing and prevents people who otherwise would cross without any barrier from crossing. All of these types of videos of previous speeches and and public statements he's made have surfaced in the last few weeks leading up to the holidays right through the new year. And yet he and Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats continue to host a government shutdown over border wall funding. And now, GOP Representative Mo Brooks was interviewed recently, and he explained why the left wants open borders. They want open borders, and I'm going to quote him here. He said, Democrats have an open borders philosophy. They don't believe in border security. They believe that this is the way to change the American electorate in order to win elections. It's clear as day. That's exactly why they're doing this. Cuomo is letting illegals run rampant, like we said with the DREAM Act. Driver's licenses are going to be issued to illegal immigrants in our state. They're going to be given a free education. They're going to be able to continue to take advantage of entitlement and welfare programs without putting taxes or anything into the system just for being here. Why? Because they know, even in a state as blue as New York, even in a state with as little economic freedom as New York, they know that they're losing their stranglehold on their common base. Because more and more people, whether it is the suburban moms that a lot of people think that Republicans and Libertarian candidates have to do a better job of appealing to, or whether it's even the millennials and the Gen Zers are just getting their first crack at voting in the next couple of years, they know that they're waking up to their bullshit that because now the internet exists and we can go back and look at previous statements and videos of all these legislators literally lying to cameras on live television about their stances on immigration and the wall. And now their argument is always going to be, oh, well, I've changed my view in the last few years. That video was from 2013. That's something Schumer would say. I've changed my view because I've gotten to know more illegal immigrants and because we know how hard it is for them in their home countries and we need to give them a leg up. That's what this country is all about. It's all BS. The reason they're doing it is because they're losing their mass electorate. Not nearly as many morons are going to vote for them as they did in the past. Even moderate Democrats, anybody with any rational sense, even if they still do think more too much with their emotions than with their heads, they're starting to see that it's wrong how rigged this immigration system is, how legal immigrants are treated like crap, and they're, they have to wait in a long line, have to go through this rigorous process, and yet these, these illegals are able to cross over, take advantage of all our, our, all of our systems, our entitlements, our benefits. It's just, and we're giving them more and more and more. And cities and states are becoming sanctuary areas where they can go to and they can literally hide and take refuge from the federal government who's actually trying to enforce our terrible immigration laws. It's ridiculous. But Mo Brooks hits it right on the head. 
Cuomo is doing this with the criminals and with the DREAM Act. Schumer is being a two-faced liar when Nancy Pelosi and the other Democrats, both from last year's House and, and Senate, as well as this incoming year, because they know that's the future of their electorate. They're losing normal, everyday people with half a brain by the wayside, and they're going to literally go into the underbelly of our society. And look, I'm not saying illegal immigrants are underbelly. I've met a lot, and I know a lot, who are good, hardworking people that, for whatever the reason, they felt they needed to cut the line, they need to get ahead. And I don't blame them necessarily, because yes, while in a way, it, actually not in a way, of course it is, they're spitting in the face of our sovereignty, they're not respecting our country, and oftentimes they're not looking to assimilate. You go to sections of the city or in Queens, and these people, whether they're from from Asia, though, in, in many cases, they're not illegally immigrating from there. They're actually doing it the right way. They have family here, and they're being sent through the proper channels. Um, they're not assimilating. They still speak their language. Many of them still don't speak English. They've been in the country for decades, and they live in sections of communities that literally are almost like a home away from home for them, where their culture is still alive. And, and look, I have no problem with different cultures. I have no problem with different languages, and especially if you were raised in another country, and for the first 30, 40, 50 years of your life, that's the language you spoke, and you're picking up English. I don't care. But the fact that they're coming here, they're doing nothing to assimilate with us, and they're doing nothing to put anything into a system which really needs to be redistributed and, and upended, but that's for a whole other time. It's just really not right, and it's, it's deplorable how Andrew Cuomo, our governor, and Chuck Schumer, one of our state senators in, and the, one of the House Minority Leaders in Washington, D.C., is pushing these double standards when they both, especially Schumer, have ragged on illegal immigration and how we cannot let murderers walk our streets. So I wanted to start off today's show with that because it is absolutely ridiculous. And again, if you want to go into more detail on the criminal issue and, and Cuomo granted clemency to those 29 individuals, check out Evan's piece on our website, EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com forward slash blog. On another note, the New York State population continues to shrink. I've touched on this a few times towards the end of the year in 2018, and we're going to continue to rehash this because 2020 is right around the corner. I know 2019 just started. We need to rile up the base. we got almost 4,000 people on our Facebook group, so if you're not a member of the Facebook group, all you got to do is go to Facebook, type in the search bar, Empire State Conservatives, and you'll find our page. All you got to do is like it. You don't have to ask, answer any questions or anything. You're automatically in. If you like it, you'll get notified every time we do a post in there. And again, if you like this content, if you like this podcast, if you like our blog, if you like our merchandise, please feel free to either buy some of our merchandise or donate to us. We have a mailbag that we're going to be doing on Friday. It's five bucks a month. And if you're able to get in your donation between now and this coming Friday, January 4th, you'll be able to receive a free wristband that Evan designed, which I talked about at the top of the show. So please feel free to check that out. But getting back, the New York State population continues to shrink. According to the New York Post, between July 2017 and June 2018, the Empire Center's E.J. McMahon reported that 180,306 more New Yorkers fled then moved in from elsewhere in the nation, making the state one of just seven to see a population drop. Since 2015, the number of New York residents has fallen by 119,202 people. The bottom line was still down by 48,510, or about 0.2%. As a reference, the nation as a whole grew by about 0.6%. So we lost 0.2% of our population in that time. The nation grew by 0.6%. 
Now, our great governor, Andrew Cuomo, has blamed the colder weather and he's compared it to southern states. But the problem in New York that's highlighted by the author of the article is that places where employment opportunities exist, such as in the city, are too expensive. Yes, they really are. <laughs> and places that aren't pricey, such as upstate New York, lack jobs. Also very true. I went to college at Syracuse University. Carrier, they, you know, they have the Carrier Dome there where the, where the football and basketball teams play. And Carrier, the air conditioning manufacturer, among other things, was a huge hub there, huge industry. It was the biggest uh, company that brought in jobs to the area. Once they left in the 80s, that area went to crap. And if not for the university continuing to expand and to renovate downtown Syracuse and other areas of central New York, that area would be just as downtrodden as many other areas upstate that don't have the benefit of a very affluent private university. But anyway, going back to the article, and I'm quoting here, Meanwhile, onerous taxes and heavy business mandates, uh-huh, such as the $15 minimum wage, paid leave laws, etc., drive away employers and their jobs. Very true. And we've gone over this on previous episodes. All by itself, Cuomo's ban on fracking snuffed out a lucrative industry that could have helped stem the race for the exits in places like the Southern Tier. So, obviously, this is a big, big, big issue. Andrew Cuomo's policies have failed. And in just 30 minutes after posting Evan's article on just the criminal thing, I can't tell you how many comments there were from fellow Empire State conservatives talking about how terribly the state is run, how they want to leave, or how they've already left. They just like to keep tabs on the place where they're from. And it's so true. I've never seen one of our blog posts blow up like that. And it's because we touched a nerve. Cuomo, outside of the city and certain parts of Long Island, Cuomo is hated by just about every New Yorker, left, right, anywhere in between. And it's because all he tries to do is get re-elected because he wants to run for president. Now, there's hints from Iowa that he went down there towards the end of last year and he came back despite spending about 300 grand on a consultant trying to see what his chances would be if he were to run for president in 2020. Obviously, they're not good because he's not popular in New York. He did win the governorship race, but unfortunately, it was a joke. We put up an establishment... Republican and Mark Molinaro, who helped pass the SAFE Act and many other unpopular acts infringing upon New Yorkers' rights all over the state. And unfortunately, great candidates like Libertarian Larry Sharp did not get enough screen time. Not enough people knew who they were. And while he campaigned very hard, uh, unfortunately, he was not able to make much of a dent in the race. So we're talking about, again, a state that is struggling. Cato Institute ranks as 50th out of 50 in terms of economic freedom. That is not a good thing. And then right behind us, we got our armpit, New Jersey, and then California. So obviously very blue states that continue to enact socialist policies, infringing upon citizens' rights, increasing taxes, increasing spending, when it's not doing anybody any good. We need to take back control of this once great state in 2020 because more and more people are going to leave. Every time we pose this question in the group, whether through former blog post, podcast, or just a general poll asking your thoughts, a lot of people are thinking of leaving and they're seriously concerned. They're not just saying it to bitch and moan and complain. They're saying it seriously because 
just like the article pointed out, taxes are way too high. Cost of living in areas that do have good job opportunities and business opportunities are way too high. Areas where it's low and cheap to live, unfortunately, do not have that same supply of jobs. So unless you're a digital entrepreneur of some sort, you have no chance in succeeding up there. So the state does not offer a great deal of opportunity. And most people, unless they have extremely high paying jobs, cannot afford to live in the areas where there is opportunity. And as Cuomo continues to increase his power, we're going to continue to see an infringement upon our rights. We're going to continue to see people like illegal immigrants, like criminals who should be in prison, cutting the line, taking advantage of our system because they just want more votes and more power. And so that's why it's so important in 2020 that we get out and that we vote, that we make them and let them know that it's not okay what they're doing, that their policies are failed. They have failing here already. They have failed here for decades and they're going to continue to fail. We can point out areas like Venezuela, and they always say, oh no, look at Sweden and the Nordic countries. They do it right. They don't do it right. They get people in Sweden, I believe they're called NAVs, and, those, and it's an acronym, or it's a slang term, I forget which, that essentially talks about a person or citizen of that country who makes so much on welfare that there's no point in them getting, going out and getting a job because a nominal amount more that they would make getting a job doesn't undo the heavy amount that they're going to be taxed and it's going to infringe and they're gonna have to work really hard to make that nominal amount of extra money when for a little bit less money and being taxed a heck of a lot less there we get a free lunch from the government in that country it's not a good look that is the direction that this state and unfortunately the rest of this country is going unless we're able to rein it in in 2020 not just for the presidential election but for the state senate and for the governorship and for our local representatives so guys i hope you enjoyed this episode so again if you like this content first please feel free to check us out on facebook empire state conservatives is the name of the group all you gotta do is like it and you'll be updated and you can check out our website we have a blog we have a store we also have a donation page if you want to see this kit keep going blog podcast we're gonna have on some great guests we're gonna have some great merch coming at you in the next month then we really need your support. Just $5 a month will make a huge difference in terms of the quality. Obviously, you won't see my messy apartment behind me or in Evan's case when we do a joint show. You'll see a nice professional studio. That's all the stuff that we aspire to bring to you, but we're not going to be able to do it without your support. So please feel free to make a donation. If you make a donation between now and Friday, January 4th, so that's a couple of days that you'll have to make just a $5 a month donation. You're going to get a free, don't let fear take your freedom wristband. And you can check that out on, on the store, on our website, empiresteconservativenetwork.com forward slash store or in the Facebook group. So for that, I am Pete signing off. Evan and I will be coming at you on Friday with an episode that we're going to be doing together. Otherwise, guys, have a great rest of the day. Happy New Year once again. I'll come at you soon. Take care. Hey, everybody. It's Evan with Empire State Conservative Network. If you like this episode, please subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and leave us a five-star review. Also, please follow us on social media on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY, on Twitter at Empire State Cons, on Parlay at Empire State Conservatives. If you'd like to help us improve our shows, you can donate through our website at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com slash donate. We also have some merchandise that will be coming to you soon from our website. If you'd like to work with us in any capacity, please feel free to email us at GetRedPilled76 at gmail.com. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.